Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
option one on your keypad. That way that will give me a little signal that you would like to set, and I will bring you uh, into the discussion. Uh, we can talk about if you did New Year's resolutions. That's fine. We can talk about that too. Uh, if you just whatever it is that you're looking for, what is your outlook for 2015? Really would like to hear that. Uh, we've had so many things go on in the news. We've had the situation, you know, with Ferguson and New York and Ohio. Uh, we still having the protest marches here in Las Vegas. That's right. Las Vegas is trying to keep the movement alive. Is the movement alive? Where will that go from here? What do you think about that whole thing? Uh, what do you think about the police force turning their backs on de Blasio with the uh, first police officer service? And they gave him a, a salute on the uh, memorial uh, for the second officer. Uh, what can we do to things from happening? And here's one that is really important. And I've been talking to people up and down the social economic ladder, uh, and th these are black people. And I've been hearing some just really downer-type comments about black people from black people. I don't mean people saying derogatory things so much, but what I've been hearing is people who don't think Black people have a chance any longer. Uh, and and it, it really was a little demoralizing. These are some people that I know uh, personally. These are some people I know professionally. Uh, just a bunch of folks, but these are all black people. And they see such a bleak future for black people. I don't mean just not making money or, or you know, Issues with marriage and relationships. I'm just I'm talking across the board. Uh, as you know, we have uh, one of the brothers who calls in and he says we're done. Well, believe it or not, he's not the only one. And I'm wondering what is going on. Why do people feel that way? These are people, you know, it's across the. Is there something that we're missing? Three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero. Would love to hear your opinion on that because, I mean, I'm usually an upbeat person, but to see so many people, it's like it's metastasizing. It's like it's growing. Uh, three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero. Would love to hear what you think about that. What is going on with us? What is going on with black people? What is going on? with America, where are we? Who are we? Do we have a center? You know, we used to know what it meant to be an American. Do we know what it is? Uh, I was talking to a young man from service just this morning, and he was telling me even the military has changed. Uh, he said that because of the kinder, gentler way that people come into service now, that they're having more problems with the troops and the discipline is on what it used to be. Well, what does that mean for us if our military isn't as disciplined as it used to be? Well, I asked him why did he think that was. He said it was because uh, this is just a reflection on general society. Is uh, That's what's happening. 
and he says that he didn't see the military as being the military that we once knew. So society is changing. America is a country that was created. You know, we used to say the great experiment. Is the Has the experiment gone awry? Has America ever been what it says that it is in its constitution? Who are we and where are we going? That's what I would like to talk about today. And we can hit that from almost any angle. I ask that because it's pretty difficult to determine where you're going if you don't know where you are. You may want to go someplace, but how do you get there from where you are if you don't know where you are? Well, as a people, a body, a country, America, we have this these ideals, and these ideals have been lauded really by the rest of the world. Have we drifted so far from our way? Are we sort of feeling around in the darkness for who we are? Has the election of President Obama, uh, the first black president, sort of pulled back the covers on a lot of wounds that have gone unhealed for decades? over a century, will we be able to heal these wounds, these divisions? How will we move forward? Can we talk on this? And then for those who are African-American, black people, can we talk? Can brothers and brothers talk? Can sisters and sisters talk? Can brothers and sisters talk? How are we going to move forward and build if brothers can't talk to one another, if sisters to one another, and if brothers and sisters can't talk to one another? How do we build from there? Well, I threw out a bunch of questions, and I don't know if we will get to the answer, but can we talk? And let's see if we can maybe put it out on the table and then get some type of understanding where we can put something together to move forward. As many of you know, this radio show, Our Own Voices Live, could not be done and would not have been here had it not been for my co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas. So let's welcome Angela to the show. Hey, Angela, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Happy 215. Yay! <laughs> yes. Happy New Year. Uh, and let the. And we so Star Trek. Hey, I'm waiting for the flying cars. <laughs> we got, we sort of got that, but not quite yet. Because traffic in Las Vegas going downtown. Can be pretty rough. So when we get to the flight. Maybe that's 2020. So I guess I got five more years if, if I can make those five. But yes, happy New Year, Angela. Happy New Year. 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 Happy New
this new year been treating you so far? Well, you know what? I'm just bigger, better, deafer, crazy, just more, more fantasticness. You know, that's what I do. Every year, building on the last, get it bigger, better, better. You know, all the bees. Well, you know, see, we need you on the show today because we need some optimism because the things that I've been hearing about 2015 thus far haven't been too optimistic. So, yes, we need that optimism, and we need that energy on the show today, and not just on the show, but we need to give society an injection of optimism. You know what? You're right. It's been kind of doom and gloom. I'm inge- I'm suggesting everybody get with Star Trek, man. It put me in the right mood. I'm like, wow, I made it to, you know, some of them dates they were putting out there on the original Star Trek. And, and uh, I watched a lot of classic uh, programming over the break. And I'm like, wow, Rod Sterling, Star Trek, they was on something. And I'm living in their times. So, it came. It's all gravy from here. This is all good. God woke me up and started me on my way. That was the first thing. That was the first great thing that happened. And uh, he keep he keep doing this, so I'm gonna keep showing up. <laughs> well, my best to you show know, out, you know. And hallelujah, Hosanna in the highest. Maybe maybe we need some more God with us. You know. And speaking of more God, I am surprised at the number of people who suddenly are protesting against the Christian religion and God, especially from the black community. What is up with that? Have we lost our faith? Have we lost our way? I have no idea, but, you know, I can't do nothing without them. I don't know who they're going to give it to. Because I know who deserved the credit here, because if it was left to me and my peers, I would have been perished. So, look, it's all him. It's all all praises to God. Uh, I had a very close family member fall out from a serious stroke on life support. Very close family member in Chicago. I am blessed to say that she's still with us on the men, things that they said, oh, no, she's going to be very different after this. She backed her whole self. So mm. hopefully this will inspire change in lifestyle and diet uh, and, and everything else to stay on the healthy track. But we had a very big scare in my family over this uh, New Year break, and I'm I'm blessed to say that it was just a reminder. It wasn't as catastrophic as it looked. And it was just a reminder to get up, be excited about getting up. I got my husband uh, today at the getting getting those physicals taken care of, making sure everything is, is clicking. Let's take, if you can't focus on the bright on you, put your focus on somebody else that you love and care about. Everybody got somebody that they give a dang about. I'm taking mine to the doctor today. We, we're, you know, this this is, what we need to do, if you let's take care of one another. I, I like that. Uh, I like that attitude. I like that outlook. Maybe we, maybe that's one of the areas that we can do for 2015. Uh, look outside of ourselves your, a little more. Yeah, we're definitely going to do a take your, take your significant other, your spouse, your child, your adult child, 
take somebody to the doctor because it's serious out here. With so many folks on medication, I'm too busy to go pick up my medication. If you can't get them to go to the doctor, see how they're doing with their meds. Maybe sometime all we need is just a reminder. My loved one needed a reminder that they that they are the priority, and without them, a lot of things would not work. Well, you know, Angela, I'm going to focus on something because I, I need I need some positive stuff to start 2015. And yes. thinking about the president initiative for uh, my brother's team, and. I, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. So I think that that's where my fo- a part of my focus is going to be, at least at the beginning of this year. I was talking to a young lady who was talking about, I think it's called the Village Initiative, but I'm not sure. And she was asking me if I was going to attend. And I, I said, well, you know what? I do know about it. I have not been to it, but I do want to go and check it out. And she was telling me, about, she says, well, you know, there's a lot of people there who talk about a lot of the things you all talk about at the gathering and some of your posts. And the week before at the gathering, we had the young lady uh, from the uh, Hands Up uh, marches, Hands Up Don't Shoot. And she was saying how she didn't really know about us and she had seen it and she wanted to collaborate with us. So a part of the, the, I guess, the number one focus this year for me, number one, and I'm declaring that today, so 2015, here we go, is I'm going to work even harder within my scope to bring more people to a single table to have some of these discussions and see if we can actually get some mean things to collaborate on and start moving forward with those. I'm going to go back to when I hear about them, I'm going to go to the village initiative. I'm going to meet with the folks who are doing the marches. They want to meet with me. And, I, you know, I realize I can only do so much. But maybe this is our moment for us coming together and doing something. So 2015 for me, this is our reconciliation year. This is the year where let's show some true unity and collaboration. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. I think uh, if you've been hearing, you know, not as much enthusiasm and optimism as you'd heard in previous uh you know, New Year's times of the year, uh, I think that's a direct reason why we're not surrounding ourselves with not just the people who who are like-minded, but maybe somebody who's a few more rings up the ladder than you when you really start to see, hey, it's possible. I could aspire to that. Look at them over there. They're doing it. I'm right here, but I'm going to do the necessary steps to get right there. That's super cool. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep surrounding myself with these people. I'm going to keep surrounding myself in these type of environments. It's so important to have aspirations and, and have plans 
and have initiatives that you work on collaboratively, uh, that helps you to be reminded of your humanity and how important other people are to your dreams. Well, I've always believed since I've started this venture that collaboration is the key. And I remember the very first year of starting the magazine, I was every weekend, uh, multiple days, and sometimes multiple events per day, I was at all of these various activities. And, I mean, I was just going from one meeting, one round table, one town hall, one this, one that, to the next. And I remember taking a moment to breathe, and I said, you know, I'm not getting anything done. I mean, I'm going to these meetings. I'm getting a bunch of business cards. I said, I don't even have time to contact the people that I met yesterday, last week, still going to these meetings, meeting more people. And I was looking at my desk saying, you know, I want to start 2015 off with a clean desk. And I have about 500 business cards that I have not loaded into my phone. And I have about well, well over 500 numbers in my phone already. Now, obviously, even if I called one person a day, I'm not going to get to all of those people. So I I did a lot of stuff. I met a lot of people, but it's not getting me. It's not getting it done. So one of the things for me is to kind of look at what I've done in the past, where I am now, what I would like to do, and maybe start paring down and gaining more of a focus on, and I think a part of that is is finding those organizations and those people that are willing to collaborate, maybe a few things in total, because we're just not able to do it all. Uh, The more we try to do, the more diluted, and I believe the less success, especially in a big way, we'll have. So I, I think I'm looking at doing that this year, but Something that I will be looking at is my brother's keeper. I'm going to be looking for what Assemblywoman Dina Neal has going on to see if there's, you know, something that we can do. I, I think it's going to be about let's focus as as a group of people. Let's coalesce, collaborate, and check something off the board. You know, come up with actually a deadline. By this date, this will be done. And then backtrack. And these are the things that I need to do to achieve this. And I'm looking for people, I'm looking for organizations, activities where we can start gaining that focus. You know what, Rodney, that's so true. Uh, Last year, you know, I kind of understand what you're talking about, moving forward in things, dibble over here, dabble over there. There was one thing I wanted to check off my list. I'm five classes away from being finished with another another degree, some more education, and I didn't get that done in 2014. So God has left me to see 2015. So as long as I'm here, I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to finish those five classes. So I I said I'm going up to uh, the institution of higher learning. I'm going to map out those five classes and put a date on it because it was on my list of things to do 2014, and it, it remained on my list 
and now it's on 2015. I'm getting this done this year. Probably would go for some more education after this. And, you know, I just want to get that little bit done, though. That's, that's one handful of classes. When I think about where I started in the beginning, that's nothing. The roughest part of the journey is over already. Five little classes is nothing. Well, when I think about school, and I need to get a little uh, oomph to push me a little further, there's a young woman that I think of that gives me, like, an instant boost of energy, and that is the one and only Dr. Tiffany Tyler, the COO of Nevada Park. Well, she does, she's like a ray of sunshine. I agree. (laughs) You need an injection of enthusiasm for sure. Call Dr. Tyler if you're so blessed to know her. And, and Angela, it's interesting that you mentioned that you're going back to school. I've taken so many classes over the years, and I have decided to go back to school as well. Now, the reason why I'm going back to school is, one, I enjoy school. I, I like learning. But I actually want to focus on another degree program. Now, I don't really, I'm not sure which degree program that it is. You know, I went to school for psychology, but I really fall in love, have fallen in love with sociology. And I'm leaning heavily towards that, though I don't know that for sure. And uh, that's something I'm looking at. But I know I'm going to school. Now, I'm going to take a non-traditional route of school, and I'm going to go to an online school. And it's an online school that I actually went to while I was in service. I think one, it'll give me the flexibility that I need, and it's self-paced because I'm sort of a street learner. I I may take a week and or five days and stay up 18 hours a day reading and writing and taking care of an assignment, and I can bust through a lot of work. And then I may take some time off to actually be in the community doing things or because of my injuries from the war, sometimes I'm just not able to sit up in a classroom and hold my head up for continual periods of time. So I'm going to try the uh, online process. I hope that in the upcoming year I get a chance to talk to some education professionals on is there a place in elementary and and middle school, uh, high school education for more online classes? Uh, how can it benefit us? I agree with that. You know, I I saw a news story before uh, 2004 ended on this young man who entered uh, entered college in his junior year because he had started in the seventh grade taking one course at community college that didn't have a high school re- requirement, but you got college credit for it. He took one every semester in addition to his regular workload at, at whatever grammar school, high school, you know, middle school, high school he was going to. He took one class every semester for that time period, and he was able to go to an Ivy League school and spend one college year there, and uh, he's done with his education. I thought that was incredible. 
school. Now, as you just hit on something, did you know about in in Las Vegas we have uh, it, it's college, it, it, well, it's high school and college at the CSN campus. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I, I, man, the young lady's name escapes me, but I used to have some of the most interesting conversations over coffee with her, the young lady that, you know, kind of steward over that program. Uh, and, you know, she we would talk about how, you know, she was working hard at getting the word out about the program, and I would learn more about it and hearing about her community initi- initiatives of where she was, you know, trying to garner a little more uh, visibility for the program. I think it's awesome. Uh, my my grandson is turning 11 in, in a couple of, couple of weeks, and we're already – he already attends Khan Academy. Uh, they were just at my house yesterday evening, and I had the most wonderful chat with him about the books that he read over his break. He's a ravenous reader. He loves to read and just loved reading early on. So every time, you know, I get to spend some time with my older two grandsons, we're always talking about books that they're reading. And, I, and so... His mom has him involved with Khan Academy to sort of prime him for being ready to take part in that program that you're speaking of as soon as he's of age to do so. See, one of the one of the things that I've seen is a lot, there's there are a lot of good programs out there. I met oh, yeah. a young lady who was having some challenges with life, trying to get it together, and I asked her. I said, "Well." Did you go to the Nevada Partners and see what they have in job placement and training programs, et cetera, et cetera? And for y'all who, who are out there, I mention Nevada Partners a lot because that's where we have our Friday gathering. So I'm uh-huh. somewhat more aware of Nevada Partners, and I see the successes that they have. So that's the reason why I mention that. Nevada Partners is one of the wheel organizations, and I believe there's, I think, somewhere between 12 to 15 of them uh, here. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I haven't kept up with it as the finances have changed, but there are large uh, organizations and they do some really great things. And but what I found is so many people don't know about the organization, what they do, and the type of successes that they have had. Absolutely. And, and the same thing goes with the the high school college at uh, CSN. And then I've also found I am a uh, I've been a committee member for the service academy service academy selection process process for our congressional delegation the Nevada congressional delegation and of the I'm not sure whether it was 40 or 50 applicants this year for service academy scholarships and acceptance. But there was only that I saw, and I think I saw all of them, there was only one African-American youngster out of those 40 or 50 applicants that applied for a scholarship to attend or acceptance to attend the service academy. Now, the reason why I bring that up, because it is a free education. You You have no student debt at the end of your four years. It is an accelerated learning program. Everyone in the country knows about 
service academies, and they hold them in high regard. When you finish, you basically have a guaranteed job, which means you're going to get guaranteed training for that job, and you're going to get the experience. In today's uh, workforce, that's a beautiful thing, and when you're done with your commitment, you know, you don't have to stay until you retire, you get to come back to the civilian sector, the private sector, if that's what you would like to do. But there was one African-American, and that was one male. It was one African-American, and it happened to be a male. Uh, he did get accepted. Now, what was unique about this, and I want to go ahead and spread the word on this, is this young man already had an associate's degree. He already had an associate's degree, but he applied for Military Service Academy, which is a four-year uh, program, and he got accepted. Uh-huh. So for those people out there who are already in school, in college, or if you have a degree, you can still apply for one of the service academies because, you know, maybe you have an associate's degree and you don't have a job or you're underemployed, or for that matter, you're, you're working on that associate's degree or that bachelor's degree, but you haven't completed it, and you're looking for a change, or maybe finances have gotten in the way. This is a free ride. They pay for your room and board. They pay for everything. That's, that's amazing. Service academy. And, and that that you know, I don't, I didn't do, I don't do resolutions anymore. But that is a commitment that I'm making to myself uh, for 2015. I really worked hard this year on compiling a list of things for me to get done for 2015 that didn't matter to anyone else but me. Yes, this was a selfish year for me. I I didn't want to put nothing on the list that had anything to do with anybody else. This was solely surrounding, you know, on me. But I felt that it was important to do that this year because when I'm strong and and ready for battle and and healthy and, and, you know, Sort of holistically okay in all my check boxes that I personally want to be okay in. Uh, I'm a better service to my family, to my friends, to my community. So it's okay to be a little selfish. We should be a little selfish and get some things done with 2015. That's what I want to do at least. Bigger, better, badder, and more. Well, as I know you say it's selfish. I'm not even going to call it for myself. I'm not going to call it selfish because part of leadership is you lead by example. So if you want someone yeah. to go to school, then maybe you should be, or, or whoever's wanting that person to go to school, be going or should have already completed school. So I know that there's a lot of things that we have information about and we can't do it all, but we can help other people go. But, yes, there are some areas that we can do better. And what I think about, what I'm finding out is that there's all of these good programs out there. There's all these great opportunities. But it's kind of like a a Bible quote that says we we perish from a lack of knowledge. A lot of folks simply don't know that these things exist. You know, some people say, ah, we have all of these programs and people aren't taking advantage of them. Yes, there is a segment of the population who knows about it, and they're not doing it. But then there's this other segment of the population, for whatever reason, that doesn't know about it. So one of the things that I'm going to try to do is figure out ways 
improve on the methods that I currently use on spreading the word as I learn about these programs. Remember the young lady we had on the show that helped people get scholarships for school? Absolutely. Still have her card. Uh, I took a picture of her. I was giving her information out so much. I had to take a picture of her card front and back. Uh, as I'm telling them about it, okay, give me your phone number. Let me text you her card because, you know, like you said, we will perish for the lack of knowledge. There's so many people that don't know, that have a college education and don't know that, about loan forgiveness, that you actually qualify to have some of your student loans forgiven. X off. I got a lot of friends with college educations, got a lot of college debt. Did you hear me? You can get college loans forgiven. X off your X off your list. And when we met her that evening at the NAACP conference, national conference uh, that was in our city last year, um, I was so proud that me and my husband had struggled and paid off his student loans. She's like, well, if you had met me, we could have got part of his loans <laughs> forgiven. I was like, wonk, 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 but what a blessing it is to know you now because I'm still paying off mine. Hello. Again, it, maybe that uh, will be an area that I'll try to improve on is getting some of this really good information out there um, that Absolutely. saves you. You're talking about student loan debt. Uh, you know our good friend Ruben De Silva. He's a, a teacher at Rancho High School. I believe he's a history teacher. Uh, this uh, break, he's been seemingly traveling all over the world. I know he's been in the Philippines and a couple of other places. But one of the things yeah, that he for did New is, Year's Eve, he put up this great picture of him and his brother in Macau. I was like, oh, Ruben, to have your life so super cool. <laughs> now, mind you, everyone, he is a high school history teacher right at the ranch, at Rancho, and he's doing this traveling. But he he made a post, and he says a third of his student loan debt has just been erased because he is an educator, teacher, and he's teaching in a in a depressed community. And he says that a lot of folks may not know that if you are a teacher, an educator, there are certain schools within certain areas that if you will uh, teach in those schools, that they will forgive your student loan debt. Now, it's incremental. So the longer that – so I think he, he's been there for, I think, a year. I believe he's a first, he was a first-year teacher last year. So he's been there a year, and he said they took away a third of his student loan debt. Not to get him on the show to share because he said he was going to stay there and he was expecting for them to take more of his student loan debt away. So can you, I don't know how long it took you to pay off your student loan debt and how much more money and interest you paid. But if the idea, the concept is for those who are educators or may be thinking about going into education, here is a great opportunity to give back to your community and to get your student loan debt reduced and depending on how long you stay there, potentially wiped wiped away, clear, free, no student loan debt. Absolutely. You knocked so, a few yes, things off your please, list by being of service. Spread the word. Spread the word, spread the word, spread the word, and maybe some more people can be helped because 
as much as the economy, we hear that the economy has come back, jobs haven't still come back yet, which is sort of a strange thing because the stock market is going through the roof, but the and they keep saying the economy has done better. We're looking at the unemployment rates and unemployment is going down, but the jobs where unemployment is going down at seems to be in areas where it's minimum wage or not much over. But but if you're working a minimum wage job and you're trying to pay back student loan debt because you're underemployed, that, that can hurt. That's a big you burden. You can actually be in a worse position. So and there you have it. I also want to look at the medical field. I want to talk to someone who knows about the medical field locally, and I would suggest for those of you in the sound of my voice, look in the medical field where you are, whether you are actively employed, looking for employment, uh, whether you are on the system, uh, or if you're in school and you're trying to make a decision on what career field to enter once you finish school or what classes you need to take to prepare you for whatever additional education is required for that field, look at the medical field. The projections for the medical field is like unlimited. In other words, we don't know when we're going to be fully staffed from technicians yes. to the various levels of nurses even doctors, they need people in the medical field. And some of these people in the medical field, uh, we had a nurse at the gathering yesterday, and she says, uh, I think a, a nurse with an associate's degree, the least she says, making $60,000 a year. Damn. Now, she did say <laughs> an associate's degree in nursing is actually a four-year degree, so you're going to have to put in some time. But she said that's 60 k a year. And she says yeah. if you continue your education in the field you and get some experience, there's nothing for you to make 80000 a year. And she says most of her friends, these are nurses now, she says most of her friends are six figures, $100,000, $110,000 a year. You know, um, they, we should do bodies. a yeah, we should do a, a, a show solely focused on that area because you're right. <laughs> Excuse me. I have uh, a young person uh, in my life that is in uh, health information records, and I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to TV on what's projected for folks in health information records, but uh, my daughter my youngest daughter, Anissa, um, got a four-year degree in health information records. She went to school online, Rodney. So um, I totally love online programs. Um, but she got her degree online uh, through DeVry, and she's working in health information records. She was a part of the Centennial Hills Hospital um, health information crew here in the Valley, but she uh, ended up deciding to move to Evansville, Indiana to be the director of health information records for a hospital there, one of their larger hospitals there. And that was within the first 
year, she went from a staff member in health information records, non-management. In less than a year, she went from non-management to management uh, upon receiving her degree and her her, uh, her uh, it was some sort of uh, certificate that she decided to go for uh, in getting her her degree. In less than a year, she had enough experience under her belly. She did start working uh, before she started working in the field before she finished her degree. So she got her associates initially, and then she got her uh, her her bachelor's in health information records and. She has nothing but, you know, bigger and better to go on to. Um, her and her husband, he's former military. They got one kid. And, you know, that was a, a big decision for her. But once she decided and, and went ahead and got the education, that career, she loves what she does. And it's been, she, she constantly tells me, man, I'm so glad you told me to go back to school. It's worked out. This is great. So when you and I'm guessing she got a nice little pay raise going from I, a staffer yeah. to management. Oh yeah, she she definitely uh, had a nice motivation. So what we're talking about is just kind of having a general discussion today on our own voices live, and and I titled the show "Can We Talk?" and then "Can We Do?" And a part of this discussion has been. There's a lot of programs out there, a lot of opportunities that maybe folks don't know about, and maybe we can do a better job here on the show as well as our community involvement, but also to inform you so that you can spread the word uh, on the various things out there. This is 2015. It's a new year. It's a time for optimism. It's a time for doing. Uh, It's a time for waiting for others to do for us, uh, to give to us. Those, Those days, that was 2014. This is 2015. There's a lot of opportunities out there. You know, sometimes you have to, but you have to move. Uh, opportunities rarely come knocking on your door, and when they do, they may not be an opportunity for you, but for someone to take advantage of you. There are a lot of great programs out there, whether it's uh, going to places like Nevada Park and finding out Information, just sometimes just go into a place and asking them, what do you do? Or can I speak to a counselor and find out whether there's something that you provide that I can take advantage of that will benefit me? And maybe sometimes if you have something going on in your community that could benefit other people, then maybe they can be a conduit for you. Now, just so you all know, I am not hired by... Uh, any of the wheel organizations <laughs> or the Any Forte schools, I tell you, I'm not, I'm not working uh, for Yeah, I'm not hired by any of them. <laughs> what I'm talking about is these, this is stuff, these are programs, these are opportunities out there, and we have to take advantage of these opportunities. And for African Americans, a lot of times with all of these, like I just mentioned, the uh, opportunity to go to a service academy, it was one African American there. Uh, Latino Hispanics, actually, there were more Latino Hispanics, and there were uh, quite a few of uh, the majority population. Actually, that was a, major- a vast majority of the folks there. So we have to get the word out about these things. We have to get the word out about uh, cons, uh, 
math or whatever it is, science, uh, the Khan Academy is a great way to do that. If you are parents and or students and someone is looking at going to high school, have you thought about going to uh, CSN's high school college program? Because you're going to high school, but as you're going to high school, you're also getting college credit at the same time. And it's not costing you anything. That's huge, just that program alone. But how many of our folks know about that? Uh, for those people who may have transportation issues, is an online school, can, can you, do you have the discipline to get your work done? Can you, would it benefit you more? Maybe you have a tight schedule so you, you don't have time to drive here and there. Uh, maybe you have health issues like myself where you're not able to do this or that. Whatever the case may be, we live in an age really where you can tailor a lot of things to your needs, and there are a lot of things out there. Uh, did you want to, do you want to be a teacher? And here's one. This is a thought, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get with the political folks on this one. As we were talking yesterday about this great need for all of these medical folks, and we were talking about how many people have been on the system for, you know, a couple of years. And, you know, it keeps ringing in my ears. Would we be better as a nation, as a nation, if instead of paying people who are on the system for jobs that may never come back or jobs that, are overly saturated, would it be simply better for us to continue whatever subsistences we're giving them, also pay them for these, you know, if they have an interest in it, pay for them to go back to school? It just seems odd to me that we bring a lot of uh, foreigners into our country to take jobs that our people don't have access to because of education, but yet they're on the system. Now, I'm not against people coming mm-hmm. and taking jobs as those jobs are available by any means, but it just seems to me that uh, education here in Nevada, up until the crash, every year there was a shortage of teachers, every year. And we were bringing teachers in from the Philippines. We were bringing teachers in from China. And I kept thinking, why are we importing teachers and not building our own teachers? Yep. And, and you know, that seems so simplistic. And that people say, well, Rodney, you try to make everything so simple. Well, maybe sometimes things are that simple. If people knew, Sometimes. if you're on the system and you said, hey, let's let's review it. What do you want to do with your life? Would you have any interest in these programs? Well, how about if I told you that we would pay for you to uh, participate in this program? Maybe participate in this program because a good percentage of the people who are on the system may live in depressed neighborhoods, communities. Uh, we often talk about we need more uh, minorities in the school system. We talk about we need more men uh, in the school system, especially men of color, black men. Well, we have a lot of unemployed black men right now. Uh, some of them have dropped off. 
would could we sort of kill two birds with one stone? In other words, can we get those some of those men into the education by sending them back to school? And then a part of it is that they will teach in some of maybe even their own community because we say we want more black men in, in schools. So why can't we connect the dots on that? Uh, for folks who might be interested in aviation, there is a huge number of aviation job opportunities out there. And pilots is another one of those career fields that make good money. We're talking 80 to well over $100,000 a year. And they are about to have a bunch of folks retire on them, and they are expected to have a pilot shortage for an extended period. I'm talking over a decade. There's going to be a pilot shortage. Well, maybe, again, that's something that we should look at getting our children into. Rancho High School has an aviation management program. Absolutely. So there's a a major, Tony Marshall, uh, actually I think he's a colonel, Tony Marshall, retired Air Force. He actually had an aviation program profit where he teaches young people how to fly. Have, Have you heard of that program, Angela? So with a a program like that, and he's looking for people. So you can take someone who may not have the financial wherewithal to otherwise afford going to pilot school. You can go to – you have options now. You can apply for the Rancho Magnet Program. Uh, Tony Marshall has – Colonel retired Tony Marshall has a nonprofit aviation program that will teach young people some some training and ultimately you will take an airplane up and you will have an opportunity at the control. What an amazing program. But again, do do our people know about it? Are we spreading the word? Is there some way to connect more of these programs with the WEA organization? Now, I don't know if there's conflicting interest there, but it's just a thought. We've been doing things so long with, I'm going to say, minimal success. Maybe there's a way to collaborate where we can sort of beat the level of success that, that we've had. Even if an organization or group has been successful, maybe if they partner or collaborate with someone else, they can not only maintain the success rate that they had, but accelerate that success rate because now they're working with someone else. That's for 2015, I'm looking for force multipliers. Information is always key, but how can we take the information that we have and then increase its output, its benefits? Today's show is Can We Talk and Can We Do? You're listening to Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live normally comes to you every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast. And 
That's 3.30 p.m. on the East Coast. We came to you a little late today at, at 1 p.m., uh, but we just want to have sort of an open dialogue, an open discussion. And I you know, just had heard so much negative talk at the end of 2014. I want to talk a little maybe upbeat, a little more positive, kind of a lean forward or look forward, but also reaching to achieve what's in front of us. And Angela talked about going back to school, yeah, that low-hanging fruit, Rodney, you're so right. I mean, it's, it's so many. It was two things on my list last year that was pretty low-hanging fruit for me that I I did not finish up. And so they're at the top of 2015. I, I, I'm putting putting the priority on that. That should have been done, and it is going to be done expeditiously 2015. Well, going back to school, we talked about online schools. We talked about the uh, – high school, college program that we have. We talked about the uh, military service academy uh, opportunities that are out there. We talked about if you go into teaching, how you can have loan forgiveness. We talked about the uh, vast amount of job openings in the medical field with nursing being one of them and and the amount of money that you make. Uh, We also talked about the aviation industry on how they're going to have a a shortage of pilots and and others, but specifically pilots, for about the next decade or so. So there are a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, But one that we didn't touch that's really prevalent locally and can really change the landscape here in Las Vegas is the film industry. We had an opportunity... So again, I'm gonna mention the bad apartments. Whoop! There they just popped up again. See, they're out there doing Put stuff. Their first they had absolutely. a film training program. And why don't you tell them a little bit about the? Because that's that's your area. Tell them a little bit about the film uh, training program and then the film that was produced. I the film program is something that they hope to continue, but they graduated, I believe, nine. Um, Young people who aspire to do to be production assistants in the uh, film program, and as you know, uh, Aaron Ford, our representative Aaron Ford, uh, introduced a wonderful film bill uh, here in Nevada, and it has gotten a lot of a lot of bites. We've gotten a lot of business. We're getting a lot of business in Nevada to do more than just film the strip, to do all types of filming across our our state. Uh, we have so many uh, wonderful filming areas to offer a, uh, a production. And so they can work in film as a PA. A PA, a lot of people don't uh, know that being a PA, you can make every type of production needs a PA, whether it's a live event like Life is Beautiful or it's a uh, an, a film like uh, How to Act Like a Man Think. Uh, what is it? I get the title all screwed up. Y'all know who I'm talking about, Steve Harvey's movie, the movie based <laughs> off of Steve Harvey's uh, New York Times bestseller, Act Like a Man, Think Like a Lady, or I forget, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Whether it's a right, right, film right. or, or <clears throat> it's a, uh, a production where uh, – uh, production assistants are always needed. They are the 
uh, one utility and the one utility person kind of they do everything where they may be serving as a PA and sound or or cameras or mics you know it, it doesn't matter a PA is always needed in production so to have a uh, an institution like Nevada Partners putting together a PA program and graduating nine, ten people that can go now and work for um, any production company, any pro- uh, produced event in Nevada as a PA. That's a position in production that you kind of are never out of work because you're, you know, you're like the MVP on the team. You know, it's only so many executive producers you're going to need. It's only so many producers you're going to need. It's only so many uh, assistant directors, directors. Those are very specialized and needed. But a PA, you can go work anywhere on anything in production. So to have a program now that uh, is here and available for people who are interested in, in production, not even, I won't even say film, but, you know, it was, a, it was done by film folks. But to graduate folks with a PA uh, certification from an esteemed uh, institution like Nevada Partners uh, that is known to, you know, put into the community very highly skilled individuals in uh, culinary, and my daughter's an alumni of Nevada Partners with her um, her education, her legal education that she got, paralegal, that's the word I'm looking for. She got a, uh, her education uh, as a paralegal and went on to work in Florida, and she does the uh, paralegal services here in Nevada now that she's back. Uh, you know, just to add another program to an institution that is known to crank out highly skilled, highly trained individuals is a wonderful thing. Anyway, they produced their first film, and I thought the film was outstanding because it talked about uh, how important it is to register to vote. When you get your driver's license, it's very simple process, you know, register to vote while you're there. And, you know, it, it illustrated a... Uh, a wonderful point on from registering to vote, uh, that's what jury selection, that's how they choose uh, jury selection from those individuals who are registered voters. And it, it depicted a young man who was with his peers who wasn't the demographic that necessarily paid attention to politics, young people, and young minority males. Uh, and, you know, there was a young guy that wasn't exactly his friend, but he knew of him, and he ended up getting in, being accused of some stuff that he didn't necessarily do. But if he had had a jury of his peers, you know, someone would have been in that jury room to argue the point for him that, hey, if this could be done, then shouldn't we give him the benefit of the doubt? Maybe he did not do something like this. It was a wonderful film. I think it would inspire a lot of young people who, may not necessarily think about voting and uh, think about registering to vote when they get their driver's license. 
I think it will inspire them to register to vote. I messed up the storyline anyway. I just thought that it was a wonderful film and what a wonderful program to graduate nine, ten public uh PAs is fantastic. And with support from the uh outstanding film bill to put those young people to work, that's what we need. We need jobs in the area in which there are jobs available. So much love and appreciation to Nevada partners. Monica and Tiffany are doing an outstanding job to put young people and people that are young at heart to work in this community. So so we have that program that's going on. Hopefully it will expand. But when it comes to film, you also have opportunities for people who are grips, uh, best boys, key grips. There's just so many opportunities here now in Las Vegas. Uh, a, a challenge is finding places that you can go to learn these skills, uh, getting some experience. But I'm optimistic. I'm going to use the John Kennedy uh, quote. Hopefully I'll get it right. And that was, if it's man-made, then it could be fixed by man. So if there is a need out there for production assistance, for best boys, for grips, key grips, and others out there, there is going to be some place that will teach those things. And I will do some inquiries myself, and I'll bring that information back to you because there's there's job opportunities there, and these are good-paying jobs. There are a lot of Absolutely. people who are currently Absolutely. on the system who do not have to be on the system if we kind of, first of all, create things that they need to get them off, which is very important, and then make sure that they know about these things and make sure that our young people know what's out there. When I talked to folks about Academy Night, the constant refrain I got was, well, I didn't know about that. Now, the way that we Mm -hmm. put the word out is we put the word out through the school district, and then they're supposed to disseminate it to the various regions, and the regions send it to the various administrators, and then they're supposed to disseminate it through their their schools, their students. But that does not seem to be effective because, we had one, literally one African-American. That was it. We got to reach the people who need it. Now, I'm not saying that the other folks didn't need it, but I, I had a chance to read their resume. I had a chance to look through all of their packages. And uh, it's good that folks with means want to serve, and they should be allowed to serve like anyone else. But there are a lot of other folks out there who can serve, and one of the things that we need to do with our military as well as with our police department is we need to get more people of color so that it can be more representative of this country. And we need mm-hmm. to get more people of color into leadership positions especially. You know, the the private, the airmen basic, the, the seamen, we have a lot of those. But do we have the second lieutenant, first lieutenant, the people who are going to make the the decision-makers. Do we have enough of those? And I would say not. And then I am going to bring it back to the fire department, to the police, to have all of these issues. And we say one of the problems is that we don't have enough black policemen on the police force. We don't have enough firemen, uh, black firemen, even though we have 
believe two black fire chiefs. I know we had some black fire captains, but they tend to Absolutely. be more Absolutely. That's a part of the solution uh, while we're standing out, and, and it's important to protest, but it's important to get to some of the solutionative um, activities while we're letting it be known that we're unhappy with the service that we're paying for. And part of the solution to me, from my perspective, is to get more people from the community in some of these positions because, you know, we know how to serve our community. Not saying anybody else does it, but it helps to have a, a, a demographic that is familiar with the community. Yeah, it, because it, it's hard for us to complain about not having folks that look like us in the police force if we don't go out for those jobs, if we don't get more people into hiring positions, then maybe, yes, people tend to hire people that they know, people that look like them. So we're going to – we can push for changes in these organizations, and we should. But we also have some things that we need to do. Uh, I remember when I was stimulated to depart military life, a guy who I'd known for over a decade, he had retired well before me, and he has a job working at for Metro as a corrections officer. Now, he works. His normal shift is three days a week, Angela. He is a full-time corrections officer but he works three days a week. He normally Amen. works four days. What a blessing that now, is. Wow. Now, see, now, check this out. He normally works four days, but that fourth day, that's overtime. So he works three days full time. He works a fourth day for overtime. He still has a three-day weekend. And he is bringing in a nice chunk of change doing that. And that's And all those correction. salaries absolutely, all those salaries are, are public information. I mean you can kinda of look at you know, the job listing and see what the pay range is. I'm telling you, it's 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 good work if you can get it. That's that's a that's well, a healthy if we want to have more representative law enforcement, then we're going to have to join those bodies join those organizations. And if there are impediments, because sometimes there are, uh, whether purposely or not, then we need to look at knocking down those impediments so that we have opportunities to take advantage of those good-paying jobs with good benefits. Some of those jobs in the, with Metro, they will even, I know in the past, so I'm not sure now, so if there's anyone who works for Metro, please feel free to call in, but sometimes they would even pay for you to go to school. So you would get a job with Metro working three days a week, fourth day option. With a high school diploma, Mo. Absolutely. With a high school diploma, Mo, get those and jobs. And they will pay you They will pay to up to, yeah, some, some is different in every area, but some will pay up to a Ph.D. level education because they want to help you be your best because they know if you're being your best, you're going to be great at this job. Uh, when we look at fire department, firefighters, now, when firefighters are working, 
a lot of times it's a life and death. But I can tell you that firefighters have a similar uh, work schedule as police officers. They're not working unless there's a, a big event or something. They're not working a bunch of days. They have a lot of days off per month. And if you will look at the uh, pay scale for government employees, city and county employees, which is open source, you'll find out that firefighters and police officers with firefighters at the top are the highest paid government officials in the city and maybe even come close to making more than the governor, some of them in some instances. So these are good-paying jobs. Are we as a community and people in general taking advantage of these jobs? Uh, how do we get and, – and here's the thing about this. I know a lot of people are going to say that a lot of folks cannot get employment as a police officer because of the background check. And you're probably right. Maybe we need to revisit and see what the purpose of those background checks, are they really needed? Does that does it make a difference to the employee? Maybe it does, and, maybe it doesn't. And if you're one of those people that maybe has something from a long time ago, something you did when you were crazy and young, and it's still sitting there, there, there are things out there, expungement, feelings, all, all sorts of things that, and remove that from your background. You know what I'm saying? So there are a lot. There's more than one way to skin a cat, is what I'm saying. And there are a lot of things available that, like you said early in the broadcast, we we lack from the we perish from the lack of knowledge. So firefighter firefighter opportunities. There's opportunities with the police force, and as with all of the protests, there's probably going to be more opportunities or uh, they're more willing to look at uh, other folks for these jobs. We talked about the medical field, and it's across the board in the medical field. And specifically, look at that nursing field. Look at that nursing field. They always have openings. Nurses seem to get plenty of overtime uh, because there's all of these openings. They have the great demand, and the demand will increase. We have the film industry here that's starting to boom. That's opportunity. We have the aviation industry that is booming. They, they have a shortage of personnel. There's opportunity. Uh, so education, uh, we need a lot of teachers. Nevada is the fifth largest school district in the state, in, in the country, excuse me, in the United States, and we're growing. We're actually not that far from overtaking the number four spot. And uh, as our economy is starting to recover, you know, I can see within maybe two or three years, if not sooner, that we could be the, become the fourth largest school district. So as the school district is expanding, that's telling me that there are going to be more opportunities for teachers. So if that is something that you may have an interest in, if you're a young person and you're looking for what do I need to go to school for, look at is there a med Rancho, we talked about Rancho's aviation program. Rancho also has a medical magnet program. Uh, I believe one of the uh, technical uh, academies has possibly an even more robust, but at least a 
a medical magnet program that will help you hone your skills. We talked about going to uh, community college, high school, uh, where you can work on your high school diploma as well as your associate's degree at the same time. So we're laying out a list of things and opportunities taken advantage of. And for those folks who are younger, it's one of the benefits of looking at what do you want to do when you grow up. Maybe you do want to become a fireman. Maybe you do want to become a police officer where they have stringent background checks. Well, maybe if this is something that you want to do and you notice these things, there are things out there that prevent you from doing it, maybe that's what a child needs or a young person needs to give them that pause before they do that thing that would be on their record and keep them from getting that job of their dreams or the job that can take them to wherever they want to be. Absolutely. 2015. 2015. Let's make 2015 about looking forward, not looking back to stay back, but looking back to give you bearings on what you are now and to pay homage and learn from your ancestors. But... Let's use 2015 as our move forward here. We can do it. Uh, We can inspire our children by getting education ourselves. We talked about debt forgiveness because if you become an educator, and it's not just education, there are other career fields that will provide a certain level of debt forgiveness depending on what it is and where you work and who you work for. So these things are out there for us. In 2015, let's take advantage of it. For those parents out there, expose your children to what you do. On You know there's that come to work with your child day, and I'm sure that's not the right name of it, but there's a day that's set aside for you to bring your children to work. I think there's a day for sons to go to work. There's a day for daughters to go to work. Well, in one of the purposes of doing that is to expose young people, obviously, to what you do, but to just give them an exposure to the workforce in general. The workforce, absolutely. You know, and speaking of medical field, I know a young woman in another state that works for a medical corporation, and they have a wonderful program where they actually give young people, it's a limited number of young people, but it's young people an opportunity to work in the medical field and get a chance to go in, in, in various occupations, sort of shadowing programs. And there's some hands-on stuff, too, where they get a chance to see, is this what I want to do? Is this something I would want to do? And the success rate in this program is one of the ones that should be benchmarked for the rest of the country. I wish we could bring it here with all of the hospital systems that we're developing now because it gives people an opportunity to stretch themselves and get hands-on, get experience, get to know the people, how it works, and then they make a little money in the process. Yes, absolutely. My daughter's uh, goal participate and go to work with your mother day with my mom with myself and my mom and my sister and um that couple would travel because one time we went to miami and saw went on the little uh boat cruise of the millionaire's row 
And it just so happened my sister has worked in retail forever and, you know, then went on to entrepreneurship in the retail uh, arena. And one of the houses that we passed by, I tell you, two of the most elaborate houses on that island are owned by uh, two two individuals. One owns Express and New York and Company and, you know, those those retailers and my my kids had uh, participated with the go to work uh, with your mom, with my mom and myself, my aunt, and 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 uh, their grandmother, and she worked for New York and Company. And for them to see the house that he was able to buy <laughs> and um, live in from owning that company, I tell you, it is. It, it was a great thing to start, but it really, you know, that couple with a little travel, that, that really opened their eyes to some interesting things. They were like, wow, the guy that owned New York and Company owns that house? That's amazing. Well, and the good thing about America is it still is a place where you can start out low, as they say, but you can end up high. And it's not necessarily Absolutely. where you start. Ultimately, it's where you end up. So there's a lot of yeah. opportunities here. Uh, those those shadowing programs are, are great. Um, the medical program that I was telling you about is called Project Genesis. So for those of you who may have youngsters who are interested in something like that, maybe you can look it up and contact your local medical facilities here and, and <laughs> to see if they have a similar program. Or maybe they might be interested in starting that program. So, you know, let's push the system a little bit into 2015 to work for us. That medical program is called Project Genesis, Project Genesis. Uh, Do a search and find it. Find out who runs the program. Get as much information about it as you can. If you are there in the Detroit area, I'm sure you probably know about it, but just in case, that's a great program if you have youngsters who are interested in medical Maybe that's something that we can mirror here in Las Vegas. Let's let's check on it and let's see. The website is uh, projectgenesis.us. So please check it out. Thanks for uh, giving the name of that program, Rodney. That's awesome. Projectgenesis.us. You can go to the website and check it out. Uh, so there, I guess what I'm trying to say is there are opportunities. We have to seize the moment. If you're at home and you have your hands, your face in your hand, and you're going, woe is me, then it's a good possibility these opportunities will pass you by. And We're going to have to assert them. ourselves a little more to go and track down some of these opportunities, seize the moment and take advantage of some of these opportunities, and where maybe there's no opportunity here, maybe if we do find out about something someplace else, then we can bring it here or we can create it here. Uh, there's a lot of money in workforce development. They don't know it all either. Maybe if they found out that there was a need here and there's a program someplace else and it could be replicated here, model. then they Absolutely. can go out. Yes. They can model. But that Absolutely. is about uh, that is about us reaching out. That is about us And putting it out there and saying, hey, I need this, and here's an example of it. 
and let's get it cracking here. I'm willing to volunteer. I'm willing. I'm I'm willing to to help bring about change or. You know what? You never know. I, I'm just super on fire about 2015. I'm super excited to see 2015. I'm excited that my loved one is here, uh, present, and able to enjoy 2015 much in the same style in which uh, they were enjoying 2014. Just a, a, a nice wake-up call. Please take yourself to the doctor. Take your loved one to the doctor. Stay on top of your your you know, what's going on with you. And 2015, like years before it, are going to be what you make it. I guess that's the overarching message that me and you are saying today, Rodney, that it's up to us to be the change we want to see. Yes. So as we come to the end of our show, um, you know, again, we started 30 minutes late in the new year. Uh, We hope to be back at uh, our normal time. Next Friday, uh, we're going to, you know, we have some upcoming events. We have the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Candlelight Vigil on January 17th, January 17th, 5.30 p.m. at the statue, the Dr. King statue on MLK, the corner of MLK and Cherry. That will be January 17th at 5.30. I believe this is going to be the 6th for seventh year. Uh, the Dr. King Parade will be on the 19th of January. After the parade, there will be Dream Fest at Edmonds Town Center. Uh, they had about 4,000 people out there last year. Uh, they're also looking for people to, that are interested in uh, sponsoring that event to get your stuff mentioned on radio spot and to have a good placement at the event. So those things are upcoming. I would love to see you all or as many of you that's local as possible to come out to our Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Candlelight Vigil on the 17th. Uh, It's a a community event within the community put on by people in the community. I would love to have more volunteers from the community to help me put it on, and I would love for you to come out and take a part. so we have those things coming up. In February, Black History Month, myself and a few other community members, uh, myself, Franklin G. from Power 88, uh, Craig Knight, the general manager of uh, KCEP, uh, is also one of the sponsors. And we'll, have more, we'll notify you of other sponsors. Again, this is a, a grassroots event. We're going to have Dr. Small come in and you'll see it on Facebook probably this weekend. I'll post the event and it's going to come and talk to us in Black History Month and kind of give us some some inspiration, some knowledge and information on self-determination for black people. And as we want plenty of black people to come out, but we want other people to come out too. Let us fellowship together. Learn, learn more about us and then we can learn more about us from Dr. Small. So that's something that we're going to put up. You're interested in helping us sponsor that. Believe me, our doors are open for sponsorship because this is something that we do. Uh, We're not an organization. We're just some brothers, and and uh, I believe the Clark County Black Caucus uh, is also going to help us out this year. So we have opportunity. This is something that we've done before with uh, another uh, prominent uh, black historian, 
with uh, Dr. Renoko Rashidi. Well, this time we're bringing in Dr. Small. And then we'll, we would like to continue this series of speakers. So we're trying to do things. We need, we need you to come out to support it uh, with your body. And for those of you who have an interest in supporting it in other ways, believe me, our door is open for that too. So some of the things we talked about was service academy. Even if you have an associate's degree, you can still apply for a service academy. It's a free ride, a free education for rolling boards. Then you're going to get a job in one of our branches of the U.S. military, including including the Coast Guard, which actually belongs to the Department of Transportation, and the Merchant Marines. That's right. The Merchant Marines has an academy. It's a quite an advanced academy, and Merchant Marines probably make about $80,000 on the outside. Uh, there's some programs at some of the HBCUs for the Coast Guard that will give you, you come in as an enlisted, they will pay for your education to get your college degree, and then you will get commissioned as an officer. So there's another opportunity for you to be debt-free and to get skills and knowledge. Of course, we had the training program at Nevada Partners this past summer. It culminated in the wonderful film that was shown at, hey, the Palms Hotel Casino in their Brendan Theater. We're talking, this was done big. That's how important this film was. We had, and that's going to be a continuing program at Nevada Partners. There's a lot of opportunities in the medical field. Look at those nursing physicians, technician physicians, cardiopulmonary physicians. That's a long list. There is a shortage of pilots. Do you know that there is an uh, academy at Rancho High School that will teach you how to fly? It used to actually help you get your pilot's license. That normally costs a ton of money. There is also a nonprofit out there that's run by a retired Air Force Colonel, Tony Marshall, that will help you learn how to fly and teach you aviation and aeronautics. Another opportunity for employment. Fire department. Some of the highest paid people in city government are firefighters. Opportunities there. Police officers, especially in correction. They work three days a week, y'all. And the fourth day, if they choose to work, which they usually can, is overtime. You still have a three-day weekend. So I'm talking about opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. Las Vegas or Clark County is one of the fastest-growing school districts in the nation. Currently, number five, knocking on the door of number four, there will be opportunities as educators, as teachers. And the more schools that you open, you need administrators. Everybody moves up. So it's a great opportunity for rapid uh, movement in positions in the Clark County school system because it's growing so fast. If you get a job as a teacher in a depressed community, you can have debt forgiveness. And let's talk about online schools, Khan Academy. Uh, she also talked about uh, opportunities to further your uh, further your studies and help your students out with tutoring from Khan Academy. So again, there's this long list of things out there that I really hope that you all will take advantage of, that you'll look at, and don't forget, don't teach in certain communities, they will give you that forgiveness. And we also spoke about a young lady that she met at the NAACP conference that will give 
help you get debt forgiveness for your school debt currently, but she also will help you get scholarships to go to school. That's almost priceless right there. So I guess, you know, I could probably go on with some other things, but that gives us some things to think about. I would ask that you would push your politicians, lobby them, to instead of just putting people on unemployment, maybe we need to actually put them on a track to employment to take advantage of many of these shortages that we have. Well, Angela, did I miss anything? No, you summed it up pretty well, and I just want to add one thing. These opportunities that we're talking about, a lot of them are for young people, but a lot of them are, are for young at heart. If you're in the, in the need of a change of career, maybe some hours have slowed down in your, air, in your area of expertise, and you want to retrain, a lot of the things that we mentioned are opportunities for anybody, Nevada Partners certainly can guide you to something uh, new to do. Uh, I tell young people, I've told young people over the years, the best place to think about what you want to do when you don't know what you want to do is in school. So sign up. It takes you a minute to get done with your general education classes. That's a great place to get some things done, get some things accomplished, and be exposed to a lot of different things. There's so many activities that go on on a college campus that are uh, connecting you to community and and community needs, community aspirations, uh, and just feeding your aspirations. I mean, to get all of the college hours that I've gotten under my belt, I can't tell you a day that I went on campus um, that there wasn't something going on on campus. I don't care if it was in my area of study or not. It's always something going on on the campuses that uh, may pique your interest and lead to something fantastic for you to do, get involved with, or lead you on the path, put you on the path to leading you to decide what your major is going to be. You don't have to, a lot of people don't know, you don't have to declare your major right away. All you have to do is show up for class and get those general uh, education uh, courses out of the way, the math, the English, the psychology, the sociology, the, the general areas in your degree program that you have to do as a requirement to get the, the uh, degree, period. And, that, you know, that takes, that takes a little bit of time to, to acquire those uh, college hours. So it's, it's a great landscape to expose you to doing something new. So check it out. 2015, I said, can we talk and can we do? We've laid out quite a few opportunities for the doing in our talk. It is okay to talk. We need to talk. We need to communicate, but we need to do. Uh, Nike used to say just do it. We need to just do it sometimes. And I know we can do it. Uh, We're going to be examples. So, hey, now you get to hold us accountable too. I will be going back to school, taking some classes. And I'm really looking serious at that sociology uh, degree. There's no PhDs in my family. And as I mentioned, Dr. Tiffany Tyler is a constant inspiration to me. And maybe that's something. I'm not, I'm not promising that yet, but it is something that I am considering. But I will be going back to school. I've been talking to the counselors. Maybe you're ready to go back to school or try something different. 
lead by example, and even if you've made mistakes on your travels, that's okay. Because the true test and character of a person is what do you do in adversity after those things happen? Absolutely. America is a Absolutely. land of opportunity. Take advantage of those opportunities. So One at a time. Next week, we will see you right back here, uh, 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast. 30 And we hope that uh, you can go to Our Own Voices Live on Facebook. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you thought about the show. We're probably going to have uh, some more open discussions. Uh, one of the topics is going to be how to get politics to work for me. And that means, means you. How do we get politics to work for us? Uh, maybe I might get lucky and get a couple of politicians to come on and give you their reality. Because their reality you may not have any idea of, but we'll try to get them on, and we're going to talk about how to get politics to work for Well, Maybe we'll try to, how to get politics to work for us. For those of you who are out there protesting, it is a righteous cause. Keep the faith. Don't give up. We also need to go from protesting to action. How do we get the change that we need yeah. once we've got their attention? And how can we change the things before something happened to us here in Las Vegas or wherever you are. If it could happen in Florida, if it could happen in South Carolina, if it could happen in uh, Ohio, where it's happening all over and it will happen to where you are. Prepare for it now. Don't wait. That's what this movement is about, and we believe it is a movement. Don't forget the film Selma having its previews, release parties, and early releases, go see that movie. If you need to be inspired about your movement, those people change the nation. Is this the cause for this generation? If it is, get your inspiration from that movie. This is Rodney Smith from Our Own Voices Live with my co-host, Angela Thomas. Our show today was entitled, Can We Talk and Can We Do? Hopefully we'll get a chance to join you again next week. Until then, have a good week. All right. Well, I think we covered it all. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.